0: Hello and welcome back to Digital Talk, I'm Lachlan Kirkwood and in this episode I'm going to take you on a little journey and what better place to start than right here. I'm just currently a generation new, looking for the event. Quite nervous, don't know what to expect. About to meet the guests, panelists. So by now, you've probably guessed that I'm on my way to some sort of event. And you're right, I am on a panel. You see it was always a goal of mine to be interviewed by someone. In fact, This year, it was one of my main New Year's resolutions. I wanted someone to recognise the work that I'd done and appreciate my thoughts and experiences. To me, this is more than just a panel. This is about sculpting my voice to the public. This is my chance to leave an impact on students' lives, whose shoes I've walked in before. So a little about the event. At the end of 2017, I was writing a lot. I'd finally found a niche that I'd target my content towards students. I mean, it was only not that long ago that I was one myself. So, for quite a while, I knuckled down and I wrote quite a long piece of content. It was about some useful ways in which students could increase their chances of landing their first job within the digital industry. Now I was lucky enough to have this content featured on the Digital Brisbane website. So right away, that gave me a bit of leverage to play with. So that's when I started reaching out to youth organizations within the digital community. Generation U was one that I came across. I loved their morals, their messaging, their niche. Everything just resonated with me quite well. That was when I met with the co-founder Lisa. We met up, we talked, and I was invited to not only become a guest writer for their blog, but also a panelist on their upcoming event in Brisbane. Instinctively I said yes. And that is how we ended up here. So here I am presenting on my first ever panel. Nervous, excited, I don't know what to expect. So follow me as I uncover the road behind one of my first public speaking events. currently Friday the 16th of March, four am and well I guess this is where my journey officially begins. Today, well actually yesterday, Thursday that is, I finally received an email with an outline of topics that I'll be covering as I'm presenting as a panelist at an upcoming digital event in Brisbane. I took the time to cipher through the email. I just pressed record on my phone and let my mouth do the talking from there. Um, says the main aim of the panel is to look at what work will look like in the future and how the audience will need to ensure that they build a set of skills which will keep them relevant in the face of inevitable change Uh, here we go potential questions although I want the panel to have an organic feel I'm gonna try and address questions in six key areas including number one looking back to look forward how job roles are changing we're also going to be talking about how working environments are changing What's number five? New challenges that will have to be overcome. And questions. I'm going to be so nervous if someone directs a question to me. That you cannot script. It looks good. I'm excited, nervous. Um, I would like to actually get to know the panelists a little bit more. As time prevailed, the 22nd of March came around, and my day was finally here. On the day, I was tossing on whether or not to follow through with this plan. I mean, it just seemed wrong recording our conversations and our panel discussions without informing anyone. But I tell you what, I'm certainly glad that I did. Here's a little of how the day went along. And how are you? Good, good. good to see you. Am I early? Thought wow, I was gonna be actually, late. So... You guys are
1: on the panel together. Cool, cool. They're just in a session at the moment. They're about to come out in okay. ten minutes so after a break. Yep. Um, and then Nud will, I guess, just touch base with both of you. But I'll introduce yep. you. Yeah, cool, cool. So this is Locklear. Good to meet you. Okay. Nice to meet you. Um, yeah, you guys are on the panel together. And so just if we wait about ten minutes, everyone will kind of be out, and we can get you settled.
0: Cool, cool. Okay. At cool, your cool, table cool. and whatnot. Done. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Cheers. While waiting for the event to start. I finally got the chance to meet with some of the other panelists. Akshay was the first. He was from SAE Institution and he was head of audio. Uh, I am from
2: SAE Institute. Oh yeah, I just see that on there. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool.
0: So, yeah, I'm
2: the head of audio, but
0: there's a whole bunch of things to do. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 really cool. We got along really well, but then came along Mark. Mark and I got along just fine.
1: Mark, Akshay. Akshay. Good to meet you, um, you guys are all on the panel together this cool, cool. and we're just missing two others.
0: So. Mark's the Brisbane City Manager at Fishburners, the co-working space for tech startups. So as you could imagine, there was plenty of tech talk for us to have. What do you do, Um So I do a lot for startups, um, hence why I'm very interested in what you do. <laughs> Prison's a really good place for us. It for us it sure it. is
2: a wonderful place just to see what the future's going to look like yeah. in three to five years' time. You're 100%. like, hmm, I should probably understand blockchain. Yeah! <laughs> 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 I I've never we, actually... We can banter on stage and have a like, you know, couple of people watching us and they'll be like, oh, are they actually like, <laughs> doing a panic <laughs> Get you know, along! Just, you know,
0: just kick it back. It's always good, it's always good. Um, we geeked out for a bit, and then we were summoned into the room where the event was being hosted.
1: Have a seat, <laughs> we're here.
0: Cool, cool. Has anyone taken the spot? So at this point I was well and truly beyond the point of no return and unfortunately for me that's when the nerves really started to kick in. We were seated in the event room to listen to a brief presentation on personal branding before our panel was set to take to stage. As I sat there and listened to Rob Hudson give an exceptional presentation on the importance of personal branding I realised that this was going to be quite a hard act to follow. One,
1: one, that's a really hard question sometimes like, because you don't live in a vacuum. Those people have influenced you, but trying to find that moment that's true to you is really, really important. Because then the rest this is really easy. Right? The rest is super simple, right? They go, well, What's the brand you've This you. To do? Faking it is really hard when it comes to personality. It's terrible. So try and, as best you can to do the true you. It's all very, not isn't it? <laughs> yeah, don't look for a big break. Look for a big break. <laughs> right, and that sounds like sounds cheesy, doesn't But like, I think there's always this kind of idea of getting skyrocketed into the agency, it doesn't really work that way. There's a thousand little agencies out there. There's a thousand the companies. I mean, some people
0: get lucky enough to that. Inevitably, our time did come, and that's when we were called to the stage. So,
1: with that in mind, we're going to spend the next forty minutes just having a chat about where the future of work is going. And I'd like to welcome to the stage. And I which consists of Lachlan Kirkwood from Max Cleason, Mark Orford from Fishburners, Kelly Pepper from Suncorp,
0: Catherine Butler from Brisbane City Council, and Akshay Kowal from the SAE Institute. So please welcome them to the stage. The second they called my name, my heart started beating like a tin can drum. It almost seemed surreal in a sense. And that of course, Triggered even more nerves I didn't even know I had. So I walked on the stage, sat in my chair at the end of the row, picked up the microphone, and looked into the distant crowd. The session kicked off by having each panelist give a brief introduction about themselves and the industry that they work within. The panel started from left to right, which, thank the Lord, meant that I was last.
2: Hello, everybody. My name is Mark. Uh, I'm the city manager at Fish Fishburners. Fishburners is a co working space for early stage tech startups. We're all looking to start and scale.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly. I work for Suncorp in what we call um, our people experience space. So that includes a few things. Um, mainly, my area is the HR area, but um, it looks at everything from the environment that our employees work in, the, um, the policies that we have in place. How they work, where they work, all of those sorts of things. Hi everyone, my name is Akshay Kalabra from the California SAE Institute.
2: Uh, SAE is a massive company and we have about 53 campuses around the world. We teach uh, graduate and postgraduate courses in the trade media.
1: (laughs) Hello, Uh, (coughs) I'm Catherine and um, my background is engineering. And so I'm really trying to break down the stereotypical barriers that you might have formed in your brain about what a um, typical engineer is.
0: So as I listened to the panel give their introductions, I was incredibly impressed at how calm and collective they remained throughout the whole process. And then it was my turn. I'd put a lot of thought into how I'd introduce myself and really sell myself to the crowd. I mean after all, these were my kind of people, these were young students or recent graduates who were passionate about the industry, who were looking to take the next step in their career. I knew for a fact though, that I wanted to kickstart things with just a tinge of light humour. I really wanted to win these guys over. And see that was my problem, I didn't actually put a whole lot of thought behind what I'd say after I'd announced my punchline. This is how things went. Hey, I'm Lachlan. Um, I'm here because I was told I'm the young one. Um... (laughs) They laughed. I thought in my mind I was doing great. But it was right until this exact moment where things started to go downhill. I don't know what exactly happened on the stage at that moment, but it surely felt like my lungs collapsed. I just instantly ran out of breath. I couldn't get a word out. I struggled, but I persevered. So, I, much like you guys, a couple of years ago, I went to an event like this, not genuine, unfortunately, um, and I sat in a room, listened to people give presentations on where they should be in certain stages of their career. Um, I graduated uni, thought I was the most unique individual person in the world who was guaranteed a job. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, you actually do have to build a personal brand, take all these extra steps to really separate yourself from the crowd. Um, here I am three years later, um, I work for startups, um, particularly where I'm at now, I work for a startup that, de- uh, that develops artificial intelligence, so we do a lot with big data, um, and so I'm digital marketing myself, should I introduce that a little earlier into the plot, um, so we get a lot of big data through an artificial intelligence algorithm and then figure out how that can work on a digital scale for brands. So the panel continued and the questions started to roll out. We kick started the event by talking about what the future of work would look like and how we need to look back in order to look forward. So,
1: first up, let's start looking back to look forward. What are some of the biggest changes we've seen over the last kind of five
0: to ten years? Some of the panellists talked about changes in culture, job roles, and the use of technology. What I particularly wanted to focus on was the importance of building yourself a personal brand. Um, I think the biggest change from what was previous to where we are and where we're going um, is, I guess from a digital marketing perspective again, um, is that traditionally recruiters, and I don't want to get bad blood over here, um, Mm -hmm. used to care so much about your past organisations you were at, what you were doing, what you were capable of doing in that specific role in that organisation. Whereas nowadays it's a bit more personal. It's a lot about... They care about your story. So, like, depict a story that's your own, build a personal brand. preach what Rob said. That was great. Um, and really build on that to set yourself different from the crowd. Um, don't just leave a job and, or get a job and just have that job. Have yourself. Be true to yourself. Have something on the side. So if you were to ever lose that job or if the company was to close down or something like that, you're prepared for the future and the next opportunity. So that's probably my input there. So then we started to slide into conversations about the use of technology in the workplace and we wanted to challenge the common concept that machines are going to replace the need for humans in the workforce.
1: Obviously we were, we've been talking a lot about how jobs are changing and I actually going to pop of a slide which is from an article I read late last week which basically says the workplace of the future will be more human and not less. Machines won't replace humankind, they're going to be learning
0: so Mark took to the mic first. This guy was good. What uh, do you think of the statement about that?
2: That is one question, Lisa. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, I think that right now the world is in a really interesting place where you get to choose who you want to be. The tricky thing is that no one really explains to you how that works. And so it's really great that you guys that are here in a session like this. One of the things I get most frustrated about, I guess, um, when I talk to people who are looking to graduate, all we'll take on this back into so obviously the statement, I guess, um, but you don't know how valuable you are. Like, I work with tech startups, so tech the speaking, the hardest thing to find is good talent. So if you have a founder, one of those 1% visionaries that are brave enough to go do, something that the majority of the world thinks is, is absolutely crazy, the first thing you need to think about is obviously who is the market you're going to serve? Is there a group of people that are actually going to use this business? And then the second thing is can I actually do something for that group of people. And then the third thing is, shit, now I need a group of people to help me build that. If you're not the visionary, you're going to be the talent. And if you're the talent, you get to choose the things that you want to serve, the people you want to build things for, or the things that you want to do, if you understand that you have the opportunity to choose. Now, I guess going back to this statement, in regards to being more human, or less, I think one of the things I've learned is that was becoming two things at the same time at the moment, we becoming far more human, I mean, far more reliant on technology and it seems to me be everything's become customizable and um, personalized and so I guess where I take this me, with tech startups is that everybody wants something faster, more convenient,
0: want to be lost uh,
2: more cost effective. People want things now it's it's only line up to get a video blockbuster and it would take you three hours to go and find it, realize the one you want wasn't there, do something else, um, end up with the one that you go in front of your boyfriend now you've got Netflix in three minutes you can be watching it. Um, and it's amazing listening to that story, how that changed the world. The workplace is now like a fish burners. it looks like Google, like at the moment people that come in on a day-to-day basis, everything's customised to make them feel more comfortable to it and create something that changes the world. But you, you now get to choose. And I think one of the most my frustrations with you all is that sometimes you don't understand how powerful you are, and when you explain your story, you don't understand what to say. For example, Most people come to me and say, Mark, I'm Barry, I'm a 30 marketing student, I'm super interested in marketing, is there any startups here that I could do an internship for, I can't do anything for you, because I don't actually know what you're going to do, I actually have, I don't know you very well, so I can't bet you, I don't have time to hang out with you and you're like, (laughs) you know what, you're super cool, Barry. What I wish would happen is that you come to me and say, hey, Mark, my name is back. I'm the third-year marketing student. What I really care about is helping small businesses or startups, like that people you hang out with, get more clients or get more traction on social media. This is my portfolio. I helped my brother get like 10 Facebook likes through some social media examples. So a really cool Instagram story. I've helped other people get like a whole bit of traction. If you can give me a job or an internship, I'm happy to work for free until so I actually get some traction. But if there's anybody that needs social media amplification, I'm your person like, oh shit,
1: I've got like eight, five people
2: introduce you to right now. Do you get it? Like the personal branding, the story stuff, and going back to the humanizing thing, I need to know why to care about you. And that's what the employers probably need, is this whole story part is not, Is not just the for the sake of having a brand, it's that for me to know why I should care about you so I can open a door for you. Does that make sense? Sorry if I got a little bit passionate about
1: that. Thing, so. That was awesome. <laughs>
0: I feel invigorated by that. That was great. (laughs) So after taking off a couple of the topics, we threw to the audience to let them ask us any questions. There was one particular one that I wanted to answer. Someone wanted to know how they could get their own edge amongst all the other students who are soon to be graduating. This time around, I really knew what to say. I was just praying that I could get the words out without firstly running out of breath.
2: But I want to know about what would you, as a panel, view as getting an edge as a graduate? Because the more I'm looking for occupations, so all of them ask for an extensive period of uh, experience. So the or edging towards graduation, you know, you don't actually have a lot. So how would you incorporate that, or how would you suggest actually incorporate
0: that? At the end? Um, create your own edge is the easiest way to say it. Um, it's arguable these days, especially in my field, being in marketing was what I studied. Um, but then the digital transformation came in and like everything they taught me in uni, as I hate to say it, I haven't applied one bit of that to what I actually do in my everyday job now. Um, I have the piece of paper though, so I'm very employable. Um, but create your own edge. What I was getting out there was saying that the three years that you could have spent at uni, you could have built your own something. Um, I myself run a blog in my own free time um, just to purely show someone that outside of work, or even when I was at uni I was doing it, um, that I could actually create something. I wasn't just student 102 that graduated from this university. Um, you don't need a substantial amount of time to do that. You could literally sit down once a month, and if you went out to a restaurant, you're know, like, write a review on the restaurant, and like um, do anything. Just build something that's your own edge that makes you unique, um, just so you can have a bit of a competitive advantage over everyone else. That's my advice. This time I managed to get out what I actually wanted to say without vomiting up a billion other words at the same time. So we continued to power through a few other questions and we really did cover quite a diverse range of topics. I mean, one of the students even asked us what the blockchain was. Hello, so I I
2: don't know whether this question is relevant or not, but can I get insight how the blockchain industry is distributed?
0: (laughs) That's a further discussion. (laughs) So by the end of the panel discussion, we did have to cut things short as time was a bit of a constraint at this point. We were asked to wrap up the panel by each giving one bit of career advice that we thought would be of most value to the students.
1: I think um, build relationships um, and connections and um, find out really early on if you can your strengths. And if you can create a career that's building on your strengths, then you'll do really well.
2: I think I'll come. come um, I'll, I'll be a bit philosophical about this. Um, seek, seek knowledge rather than the other way around. Seek wisdom, not knowledge. Um, you know, knowledge is free these days; you can do it for anything. Uh, but wisdom is something that you learn from other people's experiences. So there's a bit about networking. There's a bit about finding a good mentor, uh, and certainly trying uh, to understand and bring that emotional intelligence aspect into your decision making.
1: Um, I think it's to be accountable um, for yourself, and um, you can control how you think, feel, and react to things. So, so be accountable for you. Um, I'd say become the person in your network
2: that helps everybody else in their network. Um, if you're the person that puts out a number like, "Bob's your friend get a job," if you're the person that helps somebody else get ahead. If you're the person that helps somebody else get an opportunity that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Good things will come back. Give first,
0: everything will come. And just when I thought that I'd finally become confident with my words, verbal diarrhea hit yet again. Um, I'm not busy. I'm hardworking. Everyone is busy doing anything—family, friends. You could be busy watching YouTube videos for three hours straight. I mean, we've all been in that spiral, haven't we? Um, but working hard is different. Um, work hard. Know that what you're doing, know it's going to impact your future. Um, it's quite obvious, but think about the decisions you make today and how they're going to impact you tomorrow, really. Can I remember- All in all, I was absolutely stoked to be a part of the panel. We had some really great discussions and I hope that we gave some really valuable advice to students out there looking to take the next stage in their career. I can't thank Generation U enough for the opportunity. You can follow more of my content with Generation U as I continue to be a guest writer on their Career Hacks blog series. Career Hacks is an online hub loaded with tips, tricks and hacks dedicated to help students get a competitive advantage. Enough on me though, I want to know about you. Has there ever been a time where you've wanted something, but you've been scared, nervous or just intimidated? Let me know. Send me a connection request on LinkedIn and let me know your story. I'd love to share experiences. And on that note, that's it for another episode of Digital Talk. If you'd like to stay up to date with the latest, be sure to hit the link in this blog post and jump on my mailing list so you can stay in the know. I'd also like to hear from you, the listeners, about what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Don't be shy. I'm always open to suggestions and honest feedback. I'm Lachlan Kirkwood, and I'll talk to you soon on the next episode of Digital Talk.